Learning how to lean into your cyclical nature is such a gift, and sometimes the easiest way to start to accept change and surrender to the flow is to observe the seasons. No matter where you live right now, change is in the air, and this episode provides some beautiful intentions and tools to help you lean in. Welcome to the Cyclical Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder, and I'm a naturopathic doctor and the leading expert in women's cyclical health and menstruation. Let's get started. Welcome back, gorgeous friends, to the Cyclical Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Oh, changes in the air, friends. Can you feel it? Now, whether you're in the Northern Hemisphere like me, so you're starting to shift into fall, so the leaves are starting to change, the mornings are a little crisper, you're seeing pumpkins everywhere, maybe you're like me and you're totally never going to say no to a pumpkin latte, it's okay, we can all admit it together, or you live in the Southern Hemisphere, so you're excited for spring and fresh flowers and beautiful new buds on the trees, no matter where you live in the world right now is a time of cyclical change. Everything in our world changes, ebbs and flows. The moon, of course, and the seasons are two of the greatest examples of this. They are always shifting. They are never the same, and yet they are always equally as beautiful and powerful. And somehow we see this, you know, in the seasons, in nature, in the moon, and yet we all think that we're supposed to be the same every single day. I would guess all of us know what it feels like to be down on ourselves when there's a day when we're just a little grumpy and a little moody and we're like, what's wrong with me? Or a day where we just feel a little bloated or a day where we have a little zit pop up. You know, we're always changing as well, but we tend to really force ourselves into this box that we need to always be the same. Another area I see this and trigger warning talking about weight and calories, but people come to me because they feel like they put on you know, some extra weight and they want to weigh what they did when they were 16 years old, when they were 95 pounds. And it's challenging to explain to someone who, of course, has equated weight to self-worth. And my, I have so much empathy for that, um, that you know, a woman's body doesn't always need to look like that. You know, sometimes we find our own healthy weight later in life and it's not quite the same. It's maybe 20 or 30 pounds more and that's okay. You know, so sometimes we get really stuck in this idea of what we want to be constant in and what we want to always have the same. And we kind of white knuckle everything in our lives to avoid change. I think this time of year is really special because as everything externally starts to change, we tend to also in our own cyclical nature feel like we want things to shift as well. And so some of us maybe are leaning back in some of our responsibilities. You know, the summer can be such a time of go, go, go and being social and a million events. Or, you know, if you have children, taking them to every sports thing or, you know, group thing or whatever. And in the fall, we have this natural feeling or this natural intention to lean back and to no longer be so involved in every single thing. If we're really tapping into our cyclical nature, we probably feel this. We feel this desire to want to do less, to be home more, to have a big fire, to drink more tea, to read, you know, the things that we naturally attribute with like fall and even winter. Um, But unfortunately, our modern world, of course, is not built cyclically. It's not built with anything to do with the seasons. And that's because men simply don't have the same cyclical patterns. Their body is a lot simpler in some ways in that it moves through a whole cycle in 24 hours versus 28 or so days of a menstrual cycle. So our society, the nine to five, everything is really set up 
with their biology in mind. And of course, this is why a lot of us feel like these modern things don't really connect with us or why a lot of us have left the corporate realm because we feel like it is like eating our soul. I mean, that's the word I, I hear a lot of people share and that's how I felt as well. Or we simply feel like a lot of things in our environment, in our world, just, just don't feel good and don't allow a lot of space for how we feel day to day. And if you felt that, it is not just you. It's probably most people listening to this right now. Change, unfortunately, in our culture is often thought of as a bad thing. We think of change as something good going bad, or we think that it's never going to be as good as it once was. Um, and it's unfortunate that a lot of us have adopted this belief, myself included, and we kind of tend to fight the waves of change. So, for example, we may feel like in a really like literal, simple sense, you know, we don't want summer to end. We're like really re resentful of that. And we're like, no, I don't want the cold rather than leaning into the cycle and being like, now it's time for like the death phase. It's time for letting go. It's time for things to really go into hibernation and rest and then emerge in a few months. You know, we could kind of you know, phrase it in that empowering way of like, this is my restful time. And in the spring, I'll be available again, you know, for all of these really busy social things. Leaning into our cyclical nature is learning how to be okay with change. And it's also allowing us to more so ebb and flow with our external world, because your job is going to change, your children are going to grow up, your relationship's probably going to change in good and bad ways. You know, it's going to have a cycle. It's going to be amazing. You're going to have an argument. It'll be hard and you'll repair from that. You know, everything in your life is going to change. And so why are we all adopting and, and living this belief of change is bad and scary and it'll never be as good as it once was? This is why in my work, I love talking about the seasons because it's the most literal thing that we all understand. We can all see when the, the leaves change colors. We can all see when the temperatures change. We can all feel the difference and it's outside of ourselves. Therefore, it's a little easier sometimes to lean into. Do you feel like you resent or resist change or do you feel like you do really well to say, quote, go with the flow? So the seasons are a great opportunity to start to observe how you feel when they change and also to lean into some of the habits that would have been traditional with that time of year. So for example, for my friends here in the Northern Hemisphere that are starting to move into fall, fall was a time of course of harvest and also preserving all of the food so that we could you know, survive through the very hard winter. Um, interestingly, you know, people tend to think that spring would be this time of great bounty, but spring was interestingly sometimes the hardest time of the year because it's warming up, but nothing is actually growing yet. And so in some cultures, that was the time when the most people passed away because you could make it through winter. Spring even is kind of like an extension of winter because nothing's really alive or growing quite yet. And that's where you may also have run out of your food you preserved. So spring maybe was a little more of a harsh time, at least early spring than maybe we think now. But to go back to fall, fall was that time of harvesting, preserving, but also letting go, starting to close up some of the habits and things you'd been doing throughout the year and being totally okay with that. So in a lot of cultures, people would, of course, go to bed with the sunset and rise with the sunrise. So even when you think in that sense, because, you know, you didn't have light. So if you were still awake at 10 o'clock in the middle of winter, like you're going to be sitting in the pitch black by yourself. So in the summer, you know, maybe the sun's going down at 10 p.m. and then up at 6 a.m., except for my friends in Alaska and Canada. And, uh, Northern Canada, of course, in the summer, you're like really not getting much, much darkness. So that's an exception, of course. But 
Um, you know, you would have about, you know, six to eight hours of sleep normally in the summer and otherwise you're working very hard. Now in the winter, that was really different because the sun maybe will go down at 5 p.m. and not be up until 9 a.m. the next day. And so we can see how winter was definitely a time of more so restoration and recharging. It wasn't when we're plowing the fields or whatever and doing all these things. Instead, it was a time of rest, replenishment, taking care of ourselves, reading, you know, in a modern sense, resting and taking care of ourselves however we desire to do that. So I'm talking about, you know, quote, way back in the day, because your biology was really intended for that type of a lifestyle. It was intended for living cyclically. It was created, you know, to be really, you know, social and work hard in the summer. And it was meant to also rest and replenish in the late fall and the winter. But of course, our culture doesn't work that way. It seems like our culture wants us to just be busy all the time, to work hard, to be present, to do a million things, to wear 95 hats, and then you're supposed to be happy and grateful, you know? And it's not always easy to lean into maybe more of these, quote, traditional ways of living where we're honoring that cyclical nature and creating a lot of space to just be in the moment in how you feel. I've said this on Instagram before, but I really believe rest is how we take back our power. And what I mean by that is, is when we start to live in alignment with our own bodies rather than trying to catch up with everybody else and quote, keep up with what everyone else is doing, then we start to really take back our power because we're no longer doing things to impress someone. We're no longer doing things because we think we have to or because we should. Now we're starting to do things because we want to, because we desire to, and because they feel good. And so rest is how you take your power back. We start to live in alignment with our body and show that you can still be a good person. You can still be productive. You can still have a great business. You can still have a great you know, role in your company, but you can also take care of yourself. And that doesn't have to be a weird taboo or even selfish thing to say. So as you've been listening to this, I hope at least you've been nodding your head like, yes, the whole world is created, not for my biology. <laughs> and yeah, you're right. I do have this belief that I have to do things and I should push through and, you know, all these things. I hope that that's connecting with you and resonating with you. And if so, my big invitation for you in this episode and what's inspiring me is just to give you permission to really tap into your own biology with this season change right now. If you're moving into fall, what can you release? What can you let go of? What things have you stacked on your plate that maybe can be lifted for a couple months? How can you live more intentionally and in alignment with your cyclical nature here in the coming couple months? That's something for you to think about. And for my friends in the Southern Hemisphere that are excited for spring, similar kind of thing. Now that you've hopefully been resting and letting go of a lot, now we can start to add things back in as they feel good, but not just adding in any old thing, being really intentional and even picky about what we're allowing to add back in. So maybe now we're, say, I'm just gonna say, it, you know, if you're like me and you work with clients and students, now maybe we're starting to take more on. Now we're starting to be more present online. Now maybe we're starting to be more social in our community and doing what feels good. If you feel like that sounds nice in theory, but you're not even remotely sure <laughs> how to actually embody that or implement that, that's okay. That's why all I'm giving you the invitation to do today is to work with the seasons that are literally outside your window right now. That's one of the easiest ways to start to allow yourself to be comfortable with change and allow yourself to see that you can change as well and that you don't need to be the same every single day. 
a lot of us, even though we may know we're cyclical, really still struggle with these old ingrained beliefs of, you know, if you're resting, you're lazy. And if you're not doing something, what are you even doing? And like, I get it, friends. I have like the most ambitious parents in the entire world and they're amazing. But oh my God, did they really ingrain in me that like you better work hard Otherwise, like, what's your, what are you doing with your life? You know, so they probably <laughs> look at me now and I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'm on my period. So I'm just laying and relaxing. I'm sure they're like, what have we done? <laughs> but that's okay. You know, I hope to maybe instill, at least in my mom, that sometimes it's just totally okay to rest. So sometimes I get really excited for fall because even though I, I always miss the beautiful leaves on the trees and even though I always am like, why wasn't I grateful for the summer even when it was freaking 100 degrees and it was ungodly hot? Why wasn't I grateful and why didn't I go on more hikes? And you know, like it's always, you can always say something that you could have done better. But I always love this invitation into fall for a number of reasons. One being it is a slower pace. It's really an invitation for us to slow down, to be more restful, and also to do things that we really love, not things that we just feel like we should do because it's summer and like we got to go on all these trips and we definitely need to go to the beach and you know, the things that we build up that can be fun, but also require a ton of energy. Fall is such a nice pause in all of that to me. And of course, Halloween is fun and pumpkins are fun. And you know, like I took my um, stepson and all my uh, nieces and nephew to a sunflower maze and it was just so cool you know like you get little things like this that are just it's only this time of year and it's something that's just so fun and so different after a long hot summer at least where I live uh, it's just a beautiful transition but fall is also a beautiful time of reassessing priorities so that's another thing I like to really do Really, I do this with every equinox or solstice, so with any season change, but I reassess what's feeling good, what I'm gonna to continue to do, and what's no longer feeling good. And so this can be on my personal life, this can be in my relationship, this can also be in my business, of course. The business is sometimes the easiest one to do because usually you're like, okay, I really love that I'm doing this. This was not my best idea ever. You know, you can assess from that. But in the fall, I do try to, as much as I can, owning my own business, lean back a little bit. So I no longer accept new clients um, and I'm just more intentional about what I'm spending my time with. Of course, I'm not gonna go like take a two month break. I'm not there yet. <laughs> and I don't need to be, I love what I do. So I'm grateful to get to do this work, but also I can still be intentional in leaning back, taking on less roles and just being present and enjoying this transition in my body as well, where I try to make more space to be restful, to read some books. You know, I don't know if anyone else sets these like New Year's intentions to be like, I'm gonna read 20 books. And then it's like December and you're like, oh, I read four. <laughs> but in the fall is when I like to try to actually lean into some of these things like reading, journaling more, writing my book, you know, being more creative, painting, anything that, that speaks to you. And let's not forget carving pumpkins because it's so fun. Um, and I really look forward to that every year. So those are just examples of a couple things that I look forward to every year, just to give you some ideas, some permission to shift your business, some permission to even shift your relationship, you know, to talk about what things you wanna do together or things you need space in, that's totally okay. It's fun, you know, to look at your home, you know, to deep clean or let go of things or donate a bunch of stuff. Like you can really make this metaphor work in any part of your life, but what needs to change, what's working, what's not, and what just feels really good for you to do right now. 
because all this is so pertinent with this season change, that's truly my invitation for you is to sit with this. Maybe you're driving right now or walking so you're not near a journal, but at some point get a journal and notice your resistance to change or cycle changes or seasonal changes. Ask yourself if you feel like you really like predictability or if you feel like you're pretty good at going with the flow. And then also see if it feels good to assess this coming season, whether it's fall or spring, and decide what would you like to do differently. So if you're moving into fall, you have so many cool invitations to lean back and let go and donate things and deep clean and purge your life of certain things. And if you're going into spring, what things are going to light you up and what things do you want to add in? And after this respite and this rest, what things do you want to sprinkle back into your lifestyle? So I'm just really feeling this right now, friends. That's why I'm doing a whole podcast on it. I think these transitions are really special. And as a cyclical being, we really have to learn this at some point. Like you can either resist the waves and get smacked down every time, or you can learn to just lean back on your back and just ride the wave and just be present and accept that at some point you can't control every little thing. At some point you're going to have to just allow things to be as they are, but you can change your perspective and you can change how you approach these things. So some of us, you know, we're going to learn that at some point in our life. So this is just a nice little nudge to remember, ride the wave. Don't resist, accept change, enjoy the beauty of being cyclical and have fun with it. Speaking of change, this is one of the reasons why I love seed cycling, because you are shifting what you are eating in alignment with what your hormones need and what your cyclical nature needs. And I think that's so beautiful. About a year ago now, I met Kate of Funk It Wellness, and she is such an angel of a human being. I just love her mission, and she is the queen of seed cycling. And she birthed the brand Funk It. You've probably seen me talk about this on Instagram, but she created this brand that focuses on organic, non-GMO, vegan products that help to support hormone health. So when you buy a seed cycling kit from Fungit, you get two different packs. One is one you use from days one through 14 of your cycle, and the other one you use day 15 through 28 or so of your cycle. These seeds include pumpkin, sesame, sunflower, and flaxseed. And by eating these intentionally at certain times of your cycle, you have the power to nourish your body on a deep level and support your natural hormone fluctuations. When people ask me what is probably the easiest thing you can do to start to nourish your hormones, seed cycling is always up there because it's so simple, especially with Funkit. You get a box every single month with your beautiful seeds in it. You just eat them throughout the month and enjoy them. And the next month with auto ship, it's right on your doorstep again. Right now is the perfect time as the seasons change to start seed cycling. So you can go to funkitwellness.com or there's a link below in the show notes and just use code Cassandra15 to save 15% on your order. I also just want to point out these make some of the best gifts. And so if you are looking to buy gifts this holiday season, these are so fun to give away. People are always so excited. And if you know me personally, then just know you probably are going to get some seed cycling kits this winter because they're amazing. And you know, why not give a gift that actually nourishes you? So once again, that's funkitwellness.com with code Cassandra15 to save 15% on your order. And again, the link is in the show notes below. All right, friends, I appreciate you tuning into this episode. I'm so glad that you're excited to lean into your cyclical nature and that you're open to really working with your own body and your own biology. It's such a special gift to really work with our cyclical nature rather than fighting it and resisting it all the time, no matter where we are at in our cycle. 
If this episode inspired you, I'd love it if you shared it to Instagram and tagged me at Menstruation Queen so I can celebrate you leaning into your cyclical nature. And if you decide to get started with seed cycling, just know that you're going to love it. All right, friends, I will see you here next week. Thank you.